But I'm joined by Hilary Cox Condren, who is here to tell us, well, about a couple of events, really, but uh, starting off, Hilary, and good afternoon, by the way. Good afternoon. Um, the Memory Cafe, which yes. you're doing at the end of the week. Now, this is for the Museum of Cambridge, but you're not a historian. <laughs> I am Which has probably things. undermined your credibility straight <laughs> away. start with what I am? <laughs> um, I work for the Museum of Cambridge, which in old money is the Folk Museum, Cambridge Folk Museum. Some people know it's that. Still, um, my role there is um, gathering stories. I'm community engagement manager there, and really I gather stories, get communities involved, and try and tell the whole story of Cambridge. Because the museum, the folk museum guys, or as it is now, is the Museum of Cambridge, it is to a certain extent a contemporary museum in terms of getting the knowledge from people who are still are still with us. There's a lot of people around who still who still remember the Second World War, and, and we need to kind of capture what they remember exactly. uh, be- before they pass on. Exactly, exactly we do. And that is my role, in finding different ways to, to um, enable people to share their memories and realise that actually their everyday memories are really important in us gathering that history together and creating that social history map. Mm. It's strange. I, I you know, in, in, enjoy sort of history of politics and things. I'm one of these strange people who, who sits and watches the um, election programmes <laughs> when they get rerun. And you see, pe- you see people on... The, they're the highest-rating programme on BBC Parliament. You, you see people, and there's people who you haven't seen on television for ages, and they're younger than you remember them because of when it is... But even that, there's this social history there. You know, yes. presenters and interviewees smoking in a TV studio. What's that about, uh, yeah, you know? Right. And And that's not that far... You know, we're only talking about 40 years ago. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Things things change, and we... Um we just sort of absorb all those changes, don't we, without acknowledging... It just goes, goes past. You know, yeah. I'm at the moment, I'm, I'm moaning because my laptop's in for a pair. Well, you know, actually, not that long ago, I'd have been perfectly capable to do a radio <laughs> show without a laptop. No problem at all. But now, I need it. Where is it? I need it. <laughs> but getting people in... I, and, I'm, and I'm wondering if part of the challenge, you know, the people of the generation that you need the memories from... How easy is it to engage with them, or do you need a son, a daughter, a nephew, a niece to come in and in- encourage them along? That's that's a really nice thing to say, actually. And you're right; we've used lots. It's fantastic to engage the the older generation, and as well as inviting people into the museum, we've been out, for instance, to Ditchburn Place and um, other uh, residential homes to meet older residents and take um, memory boxes with us that are sensory, so you have some... We'd have music, we'd have different smells, we'd have... Different and by items. memory box, do you mean... What do you mean, a large cardboard box with stuff in or something smaller, which yeah, people can... Yeah, much like that. <laughs> <laughs> a, plastic, a large plastic box with stuff in it, yes, with maybe um, things from the Second World War and around that era, magazines and... Um, uh, mothballs, mothballs is a good one for <laughs> that strong smell yes. that takes you back. Yes, you know? oh, well, I was after, I was after <laughs> some fly fly sp- spray and fly um, sort of jelly stuff. You know, you get to d- dispose of flies in your kitchen, and um, you can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> I dare say the same for mothballs. If you have to uh, go on a hunt for those as well these days. Yeah, but again, it's something. It's products and brands, isn't it? You know, you yeah. look around. I don't know. You see a clip of a 1970s football match on the TV. And you see Duckham's oil. Like whatever, whatever happened to that, you know? It's uh, and, and getting these thing, thing, things in and the, the the recall 
from, we had from a, people. We had a great exhibition uh, recently about um, radical mugs. Um, and they were all slogan mugs. Oh, yes, we had, we had them. Did the guy, the guy came yeah. in to, to chat to us. <laughs> so it's fantastic. So we had all these mugs with like, different slogans about uh, uh, miners' strike and uh, Nest Cafe and things like this. And it was really good of um, just to see an everyday object that we would have had in our kitchen and would have had like in our student halls and stuff and really sparked, uh, you know, took you back to There's a mug, to some, period, putting some yeah. camp coffee in it or exactly. something. It's, uh... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, so for the NHS, what? Sherry. <laughs> Wind carners, uh, baby sham. Yes. Ah, yes. Memory go. Memories come flooding back. What, what specifically, though, from from the NHS? What what sort of things um, are you looking for? Because a lot of them, mm-hmm. presumably, will have been tucked away in the doctor's surgery, and you wouldn't have been allowed to have them. Mm, that's that's right. But people will also have a lot of memories of the NHS, and of course, we're also um, at a period of history changing for the NHS um, in that there's so much campaigning going on and uh, to, to save it. So hasn't, hasn't there always been? I, 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 the, you, the saving the NHS, I, I, the, the saving the NHS thing I, I, find, I find very strange. You know, it's, it's the world's most unsuccessful privatisation campaign because people have been talking about privatisation <laughs> for decades. It, it hasn't happened yet. People are still mm. campaigning. They're obviously working. Keep campaigning, yeah. Oh. Um, well, it's the 69th anniversary, so it's 69 uh, years, I think, this July. Um, and we'll be showing a film called Your Very Good Health, which launched the NHS in 1948. Hmm, 1948, that doesn't quite add up. Anyway, uh, with Stephen Kahn, who is an NHS campaigner, and he recently won um, an award for a film that he's been making, uh, or has made, um, about campaign work that he's been doing so it's about so he wants to collect these memories as well as part of that and also history in the making you know and i suppose it was an interesting time you know people started obviously after the second world war uh the labor government Mm. you know fresh fresh vision and, and and wanting to make sure that the people were were cared for the free at the point of delivery thing and I guess elements have have changed dramatically, but equally so of the, the needs of the people. And about after, after the war, I guess a, a lot of a lot of it was making sure that uh, people were were healthy. And uh, arguably, the rations at the time were, were in a roundabout way. I think it's been suggested that, that the rationing actually helped, unlike the rubbish we now right. eat eat now. That's right. Well, people still need to be healthy now. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, uh, ab- absolutely, po- possibly yeah, just as much, so maybe even absolutely. more. Absolutely, and there are still many, you know, vulnerable people or, or just people that, that need free health care, that need free health care in order to stay healthy, mm. yeah. So in, in terms of items, are, are there, is there a particular, is, is it just the memories and the recall of, oh, you know, I remember going to the doctor in 1960, he gave me this, or, or, or is, or is it know, something more, more tangible? We have experiences of the NHS, don't we? So actually, it's open to anybody to come along. Bring along um, any odd object, oh my goodness, I've just had a flashback to my dad's school stones in a jar. <laughs> my, my granddad had them too. <laughs> he kept them in a jar on the on the window ledge. Anyway. My granddad was very proud of his. <laughs> said, Look, they were this size. Oh dear. Um, so bring along anything. Bring along your, your vaccination papers or your inoculation papers, your, your birth papers, anything that, that you have. Um, your umb- umbilical cord. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember I remember the injections at school. You know, uh, Essex yes. County Council was quite good to us <laughs> and would give gave us a, a series of injections, followed by the incredibly healthy thing of a lump of sugar to yeah. uh, to, to say thank you Got to, to have us. Have a lump of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, a lot of memories actually have already come up when we've been um, talking um, generally of the maternity hospital, for instance, on Mill Road, you know, which became the maternity hospital in 1948. Now, for people like latter-day comers to Cambridge, Mm -hmm. like myself, where where was the maternity hospital on the Mill Road? Ah, I see. So it's kind of come full circle. Yes. That's right. Many of the people that are now there will have uh, earlier memories of it. That's that's very. I true. think my colleague Phil Rowe was uh, was proudly born in it. I think that's right. That's, I, uh... I think he was. I think we've had these conversations. And actually, we have a um, a website called capturingcambridge.org, um, which. Uh, where we um, host a lot of these memories and stories, actually, so you can find Ditchburn Place there to gather some more stories about. Because that's, it. I guess, that's the other side of it, really, is, is the a- accessibility. As you know, people can come along to your event and mm-hmm. share their memories on the day, maybe sort of yeah. sparking memories from each each other. But afterwards, uh, people, yes, they want to go to the Museum of Cambridge yes. to to see some of, some so. some of them, but. Uh, these days, people do expect to be able to find uh, find things online, don't they, when they're doing their research? CapturingCambridge.org. Um, it's um, it's a social history map, really. It's a it's a mix of stories, local history, memories, photographs, and many are put on by um, our community editors. So, have volunteer community editors um, dedicated to specific areas around the, uh, the, around the town. It's a great website. Have a look at it. CapturingCambridge.org. <laughs> right, we shall, we shall pay a visit to that. Uh, so, we'll, we'll talk again. We'll take a break in a moment or two. And then after that, we can chat about the, the other event, which or one of the other events that, mm-hmm. you're, uh, that you're involved with at yeah. the moment. But if people want to come to the Memory Cafe, talk about the NHS, bring along their gallstones, yeah. where, where do they go to? They come along to the Museum of Cambridge, which is at the bottom of Castle Hill. It's all free between 3 and 5 o'clock. Just drop in come and see me i'll have the kettle on i'll have cake have a chat <laughs> come and see us yeah, that's a per- perfect <laughs> invitation and we've got another event which you're involved in to talk about a different set of people though and it's called mm-hmm. activate so uh, explain to me what that's all about okay activate um is a my cambridge initiative if you know my cambridge it's a um, city council project which is about opening up cambridge to everybody to making it very accessible the arts and culture in cambridge being accessible to everybody um so not just people with the national trust stickers in their cars every, everybody else as well correct okay That's very, yeah very good <laughs> my middle class i know how these things work <laughs> very good um so activate is it's um pioneering at Coleridge Community College. We're working with uh, students from years seven and eight. It's um, a collaboratively run project. So I have two hats on it, on for this project. So one is that I'm helping to coordinate it. And the other is that I'm one of the partners. The Museum of Cambridge is one of the partners. The Fitzwilliam, Kettlejard, Menagerie Theatre, The Junction NIE Theatre. And uh, as I said, the school and city council. So we're all working together to give these children um to expose them to arts culture and and it's a double thing i suppose really because it's the the need to expose as you say as many people to the the arts culture and also 
Actually, if we don't, you know, these organisations who are involved here, they, they need the next generation of people yeah, to, really to, to come along and, and pay, pay the visits and maintain, develop the places. Exactly, to pay the, the visits. And also, you're right, to, to follow um, creative paths, to be part of museums or to be part of um, theatre groups so that actually the, the people working in that sort of... Um, cultural organisation, they're, they're also from all walks of life. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you think it's easy? I'm just, just trying to think back as to you know, how, how I got involved in the arts, you know, I, I guess through local, local drama groups and mm. uh, performance and that, and on, on through there. That's a, that's a route that I, I see my, my nephew and niece going through at the moment. How, how, how about you? How did I get involved? Yeah, so what was your, your path? <laughs> I, I guess well, what I'm leading to, to is whether, whether, whether that path is still, is still around. I went to art school at 16, that's, that's my mm. route. Um, having not had a very academic <laughs> time at school be- before then, but I could colour in and, and I was passionate about Colouring in's what I good, do. this is fine. <laughs> um, and saying that actually about... Um, support in schools of course having having young people involved in after school activities and having them work creatively having them giving access to all the different opportunities in cambridge it supports all of their a lot of elements all of their elements across their lives really you know the from um their educational achievement their aspirations their Happiness, their friendship levels, you know. And what, what specifically are you going to be doing with them at the weekend? At the weekend, on Saturday, uh, they're going to be um, performing. They've got a performance installation piece at the Hotbed Festival, which is at the junction. That's part of a wider thing, isn't it, which the junction are putting together at the yes, weekend? Yes, it is, from Menagerie Theatre. Um, and uh, Activate are going to be performing at half past three on Saturday for an hour. Uh, it's free. Uh, there is a booking fee of a pound, so that's, it's a pound, really. It sounds, nominal, <laughs> well, it sounds like a nominal fee to make sure you turn up as yes, much as anything else, that's isn't right. it? Um, and then we're also going to be um, showing the piece called Museum of Us um, at uh, Coleridge Community College on Wednesday at 3.15. And have you been working together with, with the students or are you bringing yes. them together on the time? We've been working together with the students, so we've had workshops led by all of the groups that I told you. So there's been drama, there have been museum trips, trips to the junction, um, art trips, meeting different artists um, to, to pull together this piece. We've been walking around Cambridge, having a lot of fun as well, you know, we like to have a lot of fun. <laughs> and do you feel it's reaching, you know, those <laughs> that those families without... Oh, I feel like I'm insulted of the poor National Trust here, and they don't, don't deserve it at all. But you know what I mean? Is it reaching um, the families and the kids that you want it to, or is it pushing middle-class parents, pushing their kids, their kids in? Actually, um, it's specifically targeted to um, young people that may not have all of those opportunities that we're talking about, yeah. So how, if I was one of those kids, how would I have heard about it? You would have heard about it through me coming into the school. <laughs> so it's involving school, you school visits, you, so you pick the right school, in other words, to, to, to go in? Uh, we picked a school that has a really wide range um, of... Um, a wide social range across the school, that's why Coleridge was chosen, mm, yeah. Okay. And they're very supportive, Coleridge is very supportive of... Um, using the arts to to support their students it's and great kid, kids there. genuinely enjoying it 
We have a great time with the yeah. kids. Having a really <laughs> good time. And they talk about how they're making history of their own as well by making these new friendships and um, being creative and trying new things, you know, and getting out of their comfort zones, which is... Um, it's a very fulfilling project to be involved yeah. in. Sound, you know? very, very much sounds interesting. One. So, yeah. half past three on uh, past on, three on Saturday at the junction. Princely sum of a pound to get in. <laughs> One good pound. Yep. <laughs> That's good. Well, Hilary, look, thank you very much for for, for coming and telling us about thanks, that and Julia. the and the memory cafe at, uh, at the Museum of Cambridge on Friday as well. Thank, thanks very thank much. Thank you. Bye bye.